podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Este último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub. And start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Welcome along to the Trippers podcast. If you're watching on Periscope, fair play because it wasn't broadcasting. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Nilo Sat. It was on Nilo Sat. <laughs> Anyone there with Sven Svensson TV? Stop being menace. It's nothing to do with us. No, nothing about it. Right? <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the, the club is brought you in association with Redsbet. Redsbet's a tailor, betting site tailor made for Liverpool supporters. Redsbet aims to share half of their net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes. So no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Check out the odds on Redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly. We did do a bet with them for the Everton game. Don't over-tweet it. I've deleted Twitter because I really hate every single Liverpool fan on Twitter and long may that continue. Um, yeah, well, I, did, well, yeah. I, I think, but I think the lads are, are putting out the, the, the bet and I, I put it on Facebook. Okay. I've gone to Facebook. Facebook's much funnier. Uh, like angels and all sorts being sent to me and, have to, and and bad luck and good luck if I send this to 50 of my friends <laughs> I get good luck I've just tagged them all in it so I like to tag all my friends in it just because mm. I know how, how pissed off they're going to be when they get this thing <laughs> I am the angel of light and I will send you good messages and good vibes and bring you lots of money and happiness just send it to 50 of your friends and this will guarantee to happen <laughs> <laughs> just on red spetters there are Burnley blanket specialists this I believe there will be, yeah. Yeah, so you just want to put your money on Burnley, then you're, you're laughing, aren't you, because you've covered yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I, you know, Burnley are an average team, bound to get a drop. Um, right, lads, where are we? So in tonight I've got Ray Dicko Dickinson, who was hosting the Periscope that was on me. Uh, beside him I've got <laughs> Joe, Big Joe, Big Joe, Big Joe, in his mm. everything gear. It is very evident. <laughs> <laughs> Umbro as well. Umbro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nearly sat this optimism once we win, once we win the law. <laughs> Beside him, we've managed to destroy James O'Regan. So He's in the gloom. Mm. And beside him, Shane, oh. we, we managed to pull Shane out of the car tonight. So Shane, you've been awake since all hours, haven't you? 
Haven't no, I wasn't drinking. Um, you ran on the pints yesterday. No, I was actually. I was missing uh, your eleven o'clock text. No, no, no. The nine selfies. Yeah, Look at me here again. On the truck yesterday. Now, now picking up a point to slop off a table somewhere. There's an awful lot of fear going here last Monday. You going in twelve o'clock on Sunday? Huh? Be going in twelve o'clock no, on Sunday, no. <laughs> taking, a, taking a break for a that few would weeks. Be messy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Imagine going well, on a pints midday on. He's uh, be getting some abuse at me fucking about six o'clock. So <laughs> that was the fucking cunts that I is. Oh, God. That's, that's, that's not a nice way to talk. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Christ, Shane, that type of language. That type of language, that, that type of language <laughs> has no place in this type of podcast. It's such a serious event. Uh, right, let's, uh, where, where do we start? Let's review the derby, right? So, mm. we go into a must-win game, and let's be honest about it, it's a must-win game mm. against Everton. Having drama United beaten Watford, we said minimum seven from those three games we needed. So, we went up against what was arguably... I, I have to say, that Everton team had designs on breaking top six at the start of the season, and it's one of the most inept, poor, tactically shit Everton side I've ever seen. Has, has, yeah. has nothing... Mm. Doesn't have any heart. There's no passion in it. There's no attacking verve. There's no even their defence is all over the shop. England's right? number one in goal though. England's number fucking one dinosaur park in goal. <laughs> <laughs> right, and even like even uh, our goal, our shots that we had in the goal, we managed to put them near the smallest arms in, in mm. England. Right, like it's just. But right, I want to on it. Right, yeah, we did create enough chances to win that we game. We did. And I will say, despite Salah's finishing, it was probably the best performance I've seen from Salah in five or six games. I know mm. Watford was was good. He was great against Watford. I but like that, he took it on in terms of what he was he was looking to do and looking for things to happen through him. Henderson, I thought Wijnaldum was utter shite yesterday. And yeah, I thought... Yeah, it's, I got and, hooked. And if anybody looks back at the game and watches Henderson, Henderson plays really well. Mm. And you can, like, I know there's the defendersons and there's the offendersons, mm. right? So you're either offended or you're defending them, right? It's one or the other. But if you sit in a normal camp and say, the fella has a value in the squad, I don't think he should play in all the games, and I don't think him and Nialdum should ever occupy the midfield space again if we have any designs on mounting an attack in, mean, mm. in a meaningful way in the match. And then, like, Mane has, has good chances again, and he's done the business for us lately, and Origi was muscular, didn't really offer much as an attack and threat, but we have enough chances. There's, there's about six or seven clear-cut chances that we should score, at least one of them yesterday. We don't. But, lads... The one thing that this cries out for me, from the United game to this game and the other games, say Leicester, West Ham and all that, mm. and I ask you for it, right, the biggest thing that's coming back in this is that we do not have a top quality attacking mid in mm. that side. Right? Mm. We, Keita, we thought, might bring it, but hasn't been allowed to have the opportunity since he played quite hasn't well. Hasn't been allowed to bring it. Yeah. <laughs> and, we just literally haven't replaced Coutinho and they're the games that Coutinho stepped up when he scored his 12 goals before mm. he left for Barcelona last year. Yeah. Is it that uh, that's frustrating for you? Yeah, I mean, look, we tried, obviously, they were they were that close to bringing in Fekir, weren't they, in, 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 in the summer and um, it didn't work out and, like, what you're saying there about the goals, the lack or the lack of goals, is really is really costing us, isn't it? Like, if you go around that, if you go around all that midfield, um, <laughs> the players who were on the park yesterday, the players who were on the bench. I mean, what's the collective goals from all of them? Ten. 
10, is it? I think it's 10. It's or, or three or from five players from five. Can I get a six? Can I get a six? Can I get a six? But, it, it, but it's, not an, it's nowhere near enough, is it? And I think Wijnaldum's the top at three. We're, we're, just, we're just so reliant. He's not scored three. He's going to score three goals in his whole career. Wijnaldum's scored 70-odd <laughs> games, I think. Was, oh, it, yeah. was, was Henderson's last goal against Chelsea, Chelsea was it? Away, that, yeah. that 70 world, years yeah. ago, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, that's just, it's outrageous. Carragher really. scored more goals since Henderson since then. You know, and you can't, you can't get away with a 38-game season getting such little output from the field, really. Mm. We're so reliant on Salah, Mane, Firmino. I mean, Firmino hasn't really chipped in with enough goals this no, season. No, no. Um, Lost in the summer. I mean, just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> so, you're right. Like, when it comes to it, if those, if, if, if those front three aren't <laughs> on it, we're not going to get bailed out. Uh, we might occasionally get bailed out by a Van Dyke or whatever, but um, the midfield there's nothing from there. And Shakiri seems like Shakiri is someone who you would think would be able to score goals, and he has scored. He did score a few up until a point where he's just disappeared, like just dis- literally disappeared off the face of the planet. But it, like for a fellow of his build, as Ramman and He Man would, it's very hard for him to disappear. Like he's not like he can hide behind a wall, or, mm. like basically he could hide behind a tank. Mm-mm. That's about the only thing that would sort of match up to his body shape. It's tricky. Yeah. He's two Ricardo seats on the bench. But we've got like I mean, <laughs> he's, for he's, he's a threat. He's a threat from a set piece. Like, he's, but we but we don't have him on the pitch. I mean, the other was it was it the last game or the game before where no, I think it was the United game. Like that free kick, and Salah just his effort was just ridiculous. It went like Point rose red. Range. Well, for them, Shikiri came you know on I mean? against United and did nothing. No, I mean it's just early on in the game. Oh, like he's right. not getting any yeah. starts, is he? Like he's, no. he's 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 lo- he seems to have lost complete faith in Shakiri, he's lost faith in Cater. Yeah. I mean and these are these are the attacking midfielders who might be able to chip in and get us some goals. There was Gary Neville mentioned after the game yesterday that like after the game Klopp seemed Content enough. He mm. was over with the players. He was over to the fans. He was he was smiling and stuff like that. And his his point was maybe that look maybe he's happy enough getting a point at Old Trafford and a point that he to come out that week and go right. We won the game and we were nailed on to me and didn't drop any stupid points. Tough in a derby. Tough at Old Trafford. And that maybe he sees it now. Looking forward that right with nine games to go. Maybe let the leash off now as regards Kate. Uh, Security. It's not. It's not something well, we generally agree with. Well, he, look, at, yeah. it's backs against the wall. So now, but that was just a train of talk coming from from uh, Neville after the game. But look, it's fucking. That's five <laughs> draws in the last six away derbies. It's just five draws in the last <laughs> six away games. <laughs> no, but is it, is it five in the yeah. last six derbies? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, yeah. we won the man. Manny got one. Didn't he do it? Yeah, Manny I think got that's one. the only. Yeah, that's the only one. Same yeah. story. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
these are the issues well, of the day. Is, this, uh, it does lead us into like you look at that game yesterday. The first twenty minutes look like we went for it to try get something out, mm. right? Mm. Uh, and if Salah scores, by the way, it's obviously again it's a different. Well, you know, it's, it's, not just, but yeah, it's, it's not just ah, Salah. It's not just yeah. Salah. No. Salah, he doesn't take a chance. But you know the one that Pickford saves and it comes out to Henderson, who then tries to pass the ball into the net. Yes, you need to put your foot through that. Yeah, at least if you the one thing that Frank Lampard should have taught every single English midfielder that's grown up since Lang pa- Frank Lang Frampard existed, right? Yeah. Was just kick the ball yeah. as hard as you can mm. in a straight direction mm. at the goal mm. when that ball comes out to you because mm. nine times out of ten it takes a deflection yeah. and it goes into the net. Mm. And again, yesterday he tries to pass it around six players. Now you can't do that much bendy on the ball. No, mm. you can't. And that's what's important. It's been a lot of talk as regards. Like Phil said, you shouldn't have Wijnaldum and Henderson. And it, it, like you the three in there, the different combinations that work mm. and stuff like that. And for me, like we haven't seen enough of Keita, so we can't really hang a hat on and go look at. Look, they obviously the three of them played against Bournemouth at home, but it was mm. Bournemouth at home, and they were very impressive. But again, context is key. It was Bournemouth at home. Mm-hmm. So, but for me, they're always whatever three you play, they'll always give you like a six and a half out of ten or higher. Mm. It's just the games I would look at the likes of PSG when we had to go away there. They like they fucking made us look like it was a mm. they were men against under twelve. The really, way they played around they really us for did. that they played goal. around them oh, and that's six of them if you like that centre of the pitch with the front three and with the back four that we have, we look like we don't with Van Dijk and the goalkeeper, we don't look like it's in. We're always a threat with the front three. Yeah. So that, that we we kind of get away with the with the midfield three being like okay six. I think Fabinho. I think I think Fabinho um, offers enough protection for the back four. There's you no don't need, need there's no need no, for yeah. a second no. person no. to be protecting when that you, back when you, four. When you've got a spine, a defensive spine there of Allison, Van Dijk, yeah. and Fabinho. Yeah. There's very few teams in that league that has a strong as a strong a defensive tree in front of them where you yeah. can say there isn't an issue with any of those three defensively either from a tactical point of view or a technical point of view. There's nobody going to come through you through the middle. Mm. So the only place they can expose you is down the flanks. And the fact that Fabinho is a former fullback, mm. he's more than capable of being able to recognise it and fill in in the fullback positions, which mm. is what he does really mm. comfortably. Yeah. We don't need like, the, the thing that frustrates me. I said it last week after the United game. The thing that frustrates me beyond belief. As you see them in there, and Henderson sits on top of either the centre back who's taking the ball out, mm. Fabinho who's on the ball, mm. or Van Dijk who's on the ball. And on Saturday it wasn't Henderson, it was Wijnaldum. And you're looking at him, what are you doing? Give an option left or fucking right, get up the pitch, get us twenty yards further up the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Because if you've got two lads sitting there, it means you've got a gap. You've created a gap in the midfield, and teams just aren't even trying to play through the midfield anymore. They're just trying to go down our flanks all the time. They're ignoring. They're saying you have the midfield because we don't believe you have anyone in that midfield who's going to take the ball and is either going to open us up through the middle mm. or is going to run at us from the middle and create something on the edge of the box. That's, the point, that's the, yeah. the kind of point I was making as regards. I'm not saying fucking sell the two of them or sell two out of four or whatever like that. I'm not saying, the, the midfield is adequate. It's capable. Mm. And it's capable of putting in those 9 out of 10, 10, 10 out of 10 performances. But exactly like what Phil said, when you need that sprinkle of quality or a bit of stardust like Coutinho had, we're hoping Kate might have that when you're playing the likes of the PSGs and all that, and then, like what Phil said there, if, if teams are just letting you have the ball because they don't really think mm. th- that tree can hurt you, that's when you, you really need to, and Ray, you were saying, Fekir, there's obviously 
he obviously the manager obviously notices it himself, so yeah. hopefully it can be rectified in the summer. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it was identified, wasn't it? And we've just we've kind of we went away from that transfer completely. We didn't revisit it in January, and uh, maybe the position we were in played a part, as in we didn't go after we didn't go out into the transfer market. We were in a very mm. strong position, and maybe he didn't want to rock the boat and thought he had enough in the squad. But it's going to be part. I think it's going to be part of our. Joe, fallen short. You w- may have had many a conversation. Anyone who was on the more realistic side of what was going to happen in this this season from Christmas onwards. Football man. Football man. True football man. <laughs> football man. Let's start singing songs together. Caserada. Caserada. Who's got me smokes? How about? Um, but Joe, honestly, the it's bad management by Klopp and like I know people will say oh, what, do you, what are you doing getting on you know Klopp does this and look where he's got us and blah 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 but the, la- the, the this cautious approach has to fall back on the manager and like unless he's like I find it hard to say I find it hard to think that he's telling them to go out to be ultra attacking and go and attack at all costs when you see them come out the way they set up in the same manner repeatedly and then you look at the home matches and it's chalk and cheese Yeah, I'm not worried about dropping points in the home matches I just can't see how we can get away maximum him. points in the away games. And every away game we have left, we should win. There's not one hard game left in, the away, away, mm. in those away games. Well, the next away game, I think, is it Fulham away? Fulham, Fulham, the next Fulham away. away, and then Southampton I mean, Christ, away if we, if we don't... We should get six points from those two. Yeah, Burnley and Fulham. If we yeah. don't get six points from them two, no. I think it's within the water, really. But, but, but nobody's worried about Burnley in reality, right? No. Yeah. But you look at Fulham and you say, yeah. Scott we should Parker. do something. Yeah. <laughs> I watched them yesterday actually, and they were they they had so many chances against Chelsea. Yeah. Like they're not like they. I think for them now they're just going to try and go out there and enjoy the rest of the season. I still expect. I think same with Bournemouth. Fulham will suit Liverpool. Same, yeah. they'll come out and they'll go at Liverpool. And yeah, that's what, hopefully, it's yeah. The problem with Newcastle and games like that, where if Klopp goes out with this bit of defensive sort of mindset and them the same three similar midfielders, then you're going to have problems. Southampton away is another one, isn't it? Yeah, that could that's be tricky. That, yeah. It shouldn't be, though, because shouldn't they, be. they yeah. earned the Southampton of the last two seasons, which were a very defensive-minded Southampton. But like, they have David Hasselhoff <laughs> <managing them>. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to play attacking football. He's he. I think he's looked at their squad and said, we're actually quite shit defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, our best chance here is to play attacking football. And it should suit us down to the ground. You look at the way when they played United, it was, an atta- it was, it was 3-2, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was like two teams yeah. going at each other. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to try to sit in. What they will try to do is what every team is trying to do now, and that's exploit the fact of the, of the middle again. Yeah. You can see Bayern did the exact same thing. Just keep the ball out of the middle of the park, go down the flanks. Mm. If they get it in the middle, go and press them, force them out wide, and then we, we you can you can match up with them on, on the wide sides. And that's literally what every team is going to do. So it's how we manage that now as a... How do you manage against that tactic? Because obviously City have had teams look at them and figure out how to play against them, and they keep coming up and keep evolving and keep mm. changing the way they do it. Mm. What's going to be a big... like Just away from the title, I'm quite fascinated now, away, away from the title running is how that Bayern Munich away game is going to shape up. Mm. Because like on for, on current form, and I was dealing with mm. these away games in the league, Like I thought after the 0-0, we were kind of in a good position. But now it's hard to see us winning that game, really. I actually think our best way of getting through is like a score draw, to be honest with you. I think we have to go there and approach it as a pre-season friendly. Because mm. we approach it as a cup final, we won't win. 
Well, if we approach yeah. it cautiously, we won't win. Yeah, but he can't. It might suit us. That it's nil on. We need to score. Yeah, that yeah. it might actually suit the Liverpool and the way Klopp sets us out. That we need to score, so he might go go a bit attacking. But yeah. in, in the past, it suggests he won't. But yeah, with that Bayern game and in, in, in general, it's like you know because it's the first time we've been in a title race. It's like the pressure we're now chasing. Yeah. We're, are, I, I kind of feel we we might be in a better position now to push on and win the win the games we have to win like so over the chat like this at yeah. what point do we uh, prioritise the Champions League? I think we should, should do it now. I think we should prioritise the Champions League now because we bottled the league so on a trophy we can win. That's a good go- no, you know I, mean? I, I it, think it, we like, have a better chance of winning the Champions League than we have a win the league. Mm. I would fancy it's so open. I would fancy us to pick up four points in all games through to the final. The problem is when you get to the final. That's the key issue. Because, again, it's a big game, and I don't think Klopp manages as well in the big game. I genuinely don't. Well, it's not even a, up for debate. He doesn't. No. Over the last few years, he mm. doesn't. All the big games, he goes with this defensive mindset, and we don't win. Yeah. So this, will he change? Or That's what's frustrating a lot of Liverpool fans. That when it comes to the real big yeah. stage, the big, the need for the big results... Basically, we're saying don't bother getting to the final because you'll fuck it up when the league is gone. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck Same. it all. Same. There's just no point. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the anguish is beautiful. I guess just everyone needs to be pre-warned. <laughs> I think we're going to see and hear a lot more from Phil over the coming weeks than Gav, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Phil's going to take over the Trippers account again. Phil is going to be hosting the Fatback 4 before we know. <laughs> I told you, Grizz, we're fucking shite. <laughs> can't keep telling you this, lads. Can't keep fucking telling you. No, uh, uh, look, all joking aside, look, the, I think, hopefully, if, as fans, I think we want to see us just go hell for letter for these last nine games. I think we need to dump... I think the one thing that that Everton game showed us is that when we did take the match to a poor team, yeah. we are superior. Yeah. When we do, when we do treat them with the fucking pure lack of respect that these teams deserve, right? And I hate this. You should always respect the team you're playing against. If they're shit, they don't. They deserve to get a fucking hiding, mm-hmm. right? And if you can put ten past them, you don't stop at six. You don't stop at seven. You put ten past them, and you show See them why they're shit. No, seriously, yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. You don't stop. Mm-hmm. You have to be relentless and rootless in the way you play. And yeah. I think this team, when it plays as a relentless ruthless assassin of a team it's its best way when it, when it puts tactical cautiousness to the side and just goes hell for letter for the jugular I can take I would rather us lose a game from here to the end of the season and win eight right yeah than to draw any more matches but that's the scenario now isn't it like we've, we've, we've put ourselves like over the, this last few uh, games where we've drawn like drawn four games yeah. if we had a 1-2 we, well lo- we may as well have lost yeah, like two one two of them yeah, if we, we had a 1-2 well and lost two we'd be we'd yeah. two points yeah. better yeah. off yeah. and we'd yeah. still be a point we'll clear be a point yeah. clear but we've got into this habit of drawing games because of a certain well, amount think, of caution I think as well in the league from, from uh, it's something like Spores, spores of spores of only uh, spores have lost two more games than United behind them. Yeah. yeah. So and and the same I think with United have lost more games than uh, is it Arsenal directly below United? 
And basically, it's yeah. the draws that are doing all the teams. It's the yeah, draws. Yeah. Draw if, you, if you actually look at the table now, we I know we're only a, we're only a, a point behind um, City, but they've actually won two more games than us, yeah. which yeah. I was a bit surprised at looking at the table today. Yeah, so they've lost so, more, haven't they? So they've lost obviously quite a few games, but they've minimalised the, the other the slip draw, ups. Draws are as bad as they're killers. Yeah. yeah. If unless you can minimise, you you are so much better losing a game. Or win, or in an attempt to win the match yeah. than you are at drawing a game in an attempt to not lose the game. Mm. You might think, well, it's a point gained. Mm. But a, a point gained is only useful if you're not doing every second match is a, is a point. Right? Yeah. And the problem we seem to have since we went in our little wobble, yeah. which I still fully believe we're in this wobble. We haven't come out of the wobble. We haven't gone on a run of three or four back-to-back yeah. wins. The, the Watford game feels like a bit of an outlier now, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, I, like that game was so like far removed from everything else that's been around it over the last few weeks. My, my big worry, Ray, is that we have we go in, if we go up against a team that we think they might get a result out of us, mm. right? They're getting a result out of us, and it's that mm. cautiousness. Whereas we go up against the teams like Watford, Bournemouth, Burnley, we're tonking them because mm. I don't believe the team thinks that they're going to lose to these, right? And I don't think they should actually think that United, they're going to lose to United or that they're going to lose to Everton. Mm. I think they should have this exact same mentality because they're that much better than them. Yeah. And they showed it on Saturday. You you think the man I header, right? In in the Watford game, he scores that. Because he's just that little bit more relaxed. Mm. The ball that drops to Fabinho and he tries to control it to get a shot away, hits a fourth time, he scores a goal. Right? Mm. Salah, the Salah chances are one-on-ones and we all know that you can have a day where a striker's going through and he just misses one-on-ones right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I can give him a bit of, a, a, bit of, a bit of leeway in that but when you don't have the other players chipping in with the goals like the yeah. massive header the free header Matip gets yeah. off the corner of the second half he has to do, He has to get that on target we miss so many guilt-head chances from corners as well I know we've scored from yeah. corners and there's all these stats that keep going up every week on Sky about us Scoring so many goals, goals. but like we seem to have so many chances, and it's amazing the last few weeks how many chances have fallen Matip's way as well. Yeah, and he like he is so useless when it comes to them. Yeah, I I think I honestly think the injuries to Lovren and Gomez. When we look back on it, right, and Mm. I know people are going to hate this, right, Mm. but the injuries, (laughs) the injuries we had to Lovren and Gomez unsettled that team a lot more than we fully gave credit for because what it did was we had to then fill in in that centre-back position for a while. And not only that, when Matip has been in there, I don't think even the players are convinced. Mm. I think even the managers are half thinking, I need that extra layer of screen, rather than just a Fabinho, where I think he would be happy to leave Fabinho in front of Lovren or Gomez and Van Dijk. I think he's almost thinking, well, if Matip steps out, I need I need that extra security that we normally have. Mm. I, I think, the, like, just on the injuries, like, City are racking up quite a few injuries they're getting away no, they because aren't. of the squad. No, they aren't. De Bruyne's fit today. Is he fit? Yeah. Fully fit, okay. Yeah, yeah. Could go tomorrow if necessary. Um, now, what I was going to say is, if we'd have had the same injuries now, yeah, sort of just mirror the injuries that they've got, like, we'd be dead in the water on that on that scene, wouldn't we, really? Like, we couldn't, we wouldn't be able to absorb that amount of injuries. We really wouldn't. I, listen, the squad's just not. It's just yeah. not what 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 is needed. Look, I think, I, I think we all games. know we're not playing the same league as a city when it mm. comes to squad size and investment in the squad size. I don't think that's even a, even a question for us to to get at, right? But I just think that we need to play to our strengths, and I think the pressure, pressure, and how players deal with pressure, how the management deals with pressure, is fundamental 
to winning a league. If you're bold as bollocks, right, mm. and you say to yourself, if we don't win the league, who gives a shit? We shouldn't even be in this position, right? Well, take take the the James O'Regan, Gav Doyle, Andy Young, Sunshine view. It's great. <laughs> Sunshine be, club. No, and, and and James, you can you can jump in here and refute any of these claims I'm going to make now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you take that position, and say it's just great to be in a tight race, okay? Then. In reality, it should be liberating for the players to feel that way. They should just think, do you know what? Maybe we won't get a chance to do this again. We can't. Who cares whether we win this league or not? If we don't win the league, it's not going to be true a lack. It's not going to be true fear, right? Mm. Let's make sure this is not true fear. And I think this is what got Leicester over the game line in 15, is that they suddenly realised, well, do you know what, right? We probably will never get this chance again. Yeah. So why not go for it? If we don't, we don't. The team that's expected to win it will win it. And if we do, it's going to be an amazing story. So, James, would you refute any of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to step into the mind of the sunshiner. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you've just said, we have nine games. Mm. So if we let the shackles off and we can possibly go on a nine-game run and win the league. Mm. So um, that's why I'm still optimistic because it's it's still possible. Like. It's, it's still possible for us to win nine. It's still possible for City to drop points. So there's still hope. So I'm still hopeful we do it. So. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Have you tried the Name Your Price tool yet? It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to find a rate that works for you. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive. Get your quote today at Progressive.com and see why four out of five new auto customers recommend Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shane, did I make you feel any better? Um, <clears throat> did you make me feel any better? You never make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be quite honest with you, I wasn't listening to your little, uh, <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> there was this kid, right, in a playground. No, no, I know. Oh. Like, look, you were saying. Uh, look, it's fucking. We've knowing. Like I said earlier, we've knowing games left. I, I just think any slip up now, like I, I wouldn't even be looking into the fucking away games that we have coming up. And are we like? Because as you said, our away farm is fucking patchy to say the least. One slip up is fatal in my opinion, and you just have to go. Burnley, right? Get that out of the way. Then mm-hmm. go on to the next Full one. Get that out of the way. After yeah. the next one, because. We're really in one slip and it's gone this, territory. This, this might be, was, was a real mentality when you weren't listening there. It, it was more to do with the fact that you're saying deal it with one game at a, at a time, yeah. right? But for the players to be in the right mental state, to mm. not fear failure. The fear of failure causes failure. It can, yeah. The, the yeah. fear of, of not winning, of losing something. Like you were saying, just take it, just win it. Just take it, just win it. Just take it, just win it. You need to go out and say, well, if we don't, we don't, Right. Yeah, well, there's no point. You were saying, let the shackles be off the players and say, right, but fuck it, we don't win the league, we don't win the league. Grant, so there's no point in thinking of it as a fucking block annoying games. Just go out and play, get the three points. Get the three points right on the Fulham or on the Bayern, then on the Fulham, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So there's no, that's that's my point. I don't think we should be looking at it, or we can look at it anyway, we fucking want it, but the players be looking at it because, like, 
Look, we said earlier, City look at a ninety-nine point nine percent going to be four points clear. With us kicking off at twelve o'clock on a scuttery fucking <laughs> early kickoff, yeah. we don't overly. I know stats fellas pull them. We don't really have a great record. Klopp says Klopp. it himself, doesn't he? When, when, are, we, when are we playing? 12, 12 on, on Sunday, Sunday. Noon, Sunday. Noon, yeah. on Sunday. Noon on Sunday. Noon on Sunday. First of the triple headers. Oh, it's the worst of the worst. I might really. see that. I'm going, look, I'm, go, I'm going over on Sunday for the game and I'm going to be interested what the crowd's like because... I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah, because the, the fear of failure piece, I think that was transmitted from the from the crowd as well for, for, for a chunk of games there, you know. Mm. Um the Leicester game. The Leicester game. I know a lot of people are blaming the weather and all that sort of stuff, but there's been a lot of games which have been quiet, which really when you... And nervy until that first goal goes in. Yeah, nervy. That's going to have an effect on the players. Yeah, yeah. so I'm hope. I know it's an an awkward time. Um, You know, a lot lot of people won't even manage to, you know, meet up with the mates and have a pint and whatnot. So it might be... it, it It might need the team... To, to, to score an early goal mm, just yeah. to just for the for the crowd to, to sort of like the shackles to come off the crowd as well do you know what I mean but in saying that right Joe what do you want to see from Klopp that to, to imbue that sense into the team look don't be afraid to, to don't be afraid here have no fear take this as it is and this is a golden opportunity you may never get this opportunity again in Liverpool short right the mm. likelihood is you won't because mm. it only happens once every five to seven years <laughs> <laughs> right? and eventually we might win one but the likelihood mm. is we aren't so look the, you, this is this is your chance right you win this you don't just break a cycle you probably break a mentality that goes from fans through the club the whole lot right and you might end Liverpool social media if you can manage to win this league you could do us all a favour right? <laughs> you can close this podcast down I'm, I will never ever do a Trippers podcast <laughs> if we win the league <laughs> I, 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 prom- I make this promise now right I'm packing it anyway at the end of the season so it doesn't really make a difference ah, you're fucking packing it in the end every season yeah I think I'll speak every Liverpool, every Liverpool fan has the same attitude as me Everyone, we all want to see to start going at teams again, play only one defensive midfielder and just go and attack teams because we'd be yeah nine out of ten teams would be. I, I think Klopp because of this going a point behind is going to change mentality and I think we could go on and start to what we were doing before. The, Jesus Christ! I know. And uh, yeah, I've, I'm hoping we will beat Burnley and then we pull them away, which isn't it's probably the best game you could ask for away from home. Just been so poor, and then yeah. Then we're down to seven, aren't we? Yeah. Like we, what, what we, the only way we've got any chance is the only way, is the only way we've got any chance is win those next two games. Yeah, we'll be sitting top of the league because City will have the game in hand. Seven games to go, and then just like a hundred percent, let the shackles off. But isn't there a you want to be playing? When, when, do we, when, do we, when do we play yeah, ahead of City? Yeah. Well, what, when do we play ahead of City? Well, obviously we play. They don't play. They don't, they don't play, play Paddy's weekend, don't they? They, they don't play full on Paddy's yeah. day. They don't yeah. play. They play in the FA Cup that weekend. Yeah, they play the so FA Cup we, that weekend. So once we yeah. beat Burnley. Yeah. yeah, if we beat Fulham, yeah. we go to back top of the league. Correct. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to go back top. Otherwise, if we do, we're not if we're not going because back our top, next game is Spurs. Yeah, yes, which freaks me out more because if we go back top and Spurs come. 
Well, What's I think, the likely outcome? Well, I think I think City will have played before. I think City will have played beforehand. Then, so will they, they, yeah, they will. They will actually. Game, yeah, they play. They game, play Fulham away on the thirtieth. Yeah, so, and then we yeah. play Tottenham, Tottenham on the thirty-first. Yeah. yeah, so we won't be playing that game top of the league. It's, it's unlikely we'll be playing that. So game we top will of be likely league. to be chasing again. Correct. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. For the Spurs match. Yeah. Right. <coughs> so then they play Palace next. Now Cardiff. Cardiff. So do they play Cardiff before we play Southampton? No, we play Southampton we before play Southampton on a Friday night. Friday, 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 Friday night and football, they, and they play Cardiff on the Saturday. So yeah. we could be back top yes. before they go to Cardiff. This is what Sky yeah. have set up yeah. for us nicely. Immense. This yo-yo stuff. Well, yeah, I think we're getting nine points from the next three games, which is very unusual of me to say. But then, including Spurs, yeah, you think yeah. we beat Spurs? You I think, think we beat Spurs, beat Fulham, beat Burnley. But then I worry about the next two. You worry so about Southampton away, away, away. Chelsea, home, yeah. Chelsea home. I'm not worried about Southampton no away. I'm, I'm worried about Spurs at home. Our record against Spurs at home under Klopp hasn't been great. No, no I think we beat Spurs at home. Mm. I don't. I think we. I think we drop points against. Spurs. Some of that might have to do as well with. I don't know where the Champions League fixtures mm. fall into that, but obviously Spurs are more than likely to be playing a Champions League quarter final I, around the, there. The, as well. the, the scary bit for me is when you look at it and you think to yourself. Right, if you can go neck and neck with them and you're still within a point of them when it gets down to their two games against Spurs and United, right? Yeah. Unless they drop points in one of those two games, if they come out with those two games with six points in the bag, there is, you're, there's, there's not a single fan here who's going to think we have a chance with three games to go. If they're ahead of us with three games to go and the run-in is they've Burnley away, Leicester home and Brighton away, and we've Huddersfield home, Newcastle away and Wolves home, we like, would we would a hundred percent be relying on Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, and I'd hate to break. And Jamie Vardy. Yeah, and I don't. I I I, I just. Not, and Harry Maguire. They're not going to win nine out nine. Not mm-hmm. a hope. They've lost four games this season. They're not going to win nine out nine. It's just do we take our opportunity? Well, it'd be, it'd be what, what would that have been, been? By the way, how many have City rolled off now since they lost? They've won every game Newcastle. since Newcastle, yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it three? Have they won three or, three four? or four? Yeah. Add that to the nine, so they'd have to win and like and thirteen and on yeah. the spin. And their longest winning streak in the Premier League is eighteen in a row. Okay, no, I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying fair play to them. They'll have deserved to I win think, the league. I think, if I think what happens? What, happen, what happens to them in the Champions League will have a direct bearing on yeah. that Tottenham United. The Palace Tottenham United run there mm. because if they get down to the semi-finals of the Champions against League against the big gun, and mm. they've got they will. they've got a one to four point gap mm. at the top of the league on mm. us, they will take a draw in one of those games to yeah. focus their energies on the semi-finals of the Champions League. Well, if you look at that again, yeah. I don't. I was looking at the fixtures there, Phil. But I know you were talking about them there. They have Spurs United, Bournemouth, and Leicester. Mm-hmm. And and our three games in in that space in the, in that same space of time as Cardiff, Huddersfield, and Newcastle. Now, if we if we are anywhere around, then that's really the time. Then that, that's yeah, why we need to stay in. That's why we, we can't like we can't, up until then. We can't really afford fucking to, to do anything. And then you're kind of putting the ball slightly back in their court. Like you were saying, if we can be top when they have their, uh, they play Spurs. I think before United, yeah, um, as well. So if they they've got. They've got yeah, they've got United and Spurs back to back. Yeah, so yeah. we can but be top when they're this, going to that Spurs game. This, this, this is where then. my thing about having to win. I think, all joking aside, right? I think if we won eight of our nine games, we'll win the league. Definitely, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But I also think we'll need to win eight 
of our last night. And just the way the fixtures fall and the pressure that's going to come on mm. to put sufficient pressure on them and give yourself a leg up at certain points, right? Yeah. We need to win eight of those yeah, nine. But that's not going to happen. Oh, no, but that, that's what you're looking at. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. I, I just think there's too many games there, and especially if we're right in contention, you know, we're likely to draw a game. Champions League will come into it as well, depending yeah. on what happens next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. You want City to progress in the Champions League and come up against Barcelona or something like that. Where yeah. yeah, which, which yeah, a Barcelona or... And even at that, this not, that's not a vintage Barcelona team. I'd fancy the City mm. team over the Barcelona yeah, team. Well, they're favourites for the Champions League for a reason, aren't mm. they? Because they are they are on paper the best side in it. You know what I mean? Second it's best. just that the... It's just that they've no they've no pedigree and no history. I think PSG it. have a great chance of winning the Champions League this year. Oh yeah, they do. They do. I genuinely do. I think they have a very good squad. Yeah. They've got a decent manager. They seem to be playing well in Europe, and they might just have that run of form that takes you from March through to May that gets you into the final. I least. think of Atletico can see off Juventus. They have a fucking great yeah. chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. Gonna they're gonna play like a team possessed with that with the final be, being in their be, stadium. They'll be fucking on after you know two minutes like. in Turin. They will be on the ground rolling around, oh, wasting yeah. time. Fucking <laughs> get the physio on. They'll fuck all the dark arts, mm. and if they if mm. they are able to see it through, which is still up in the air with. Juventus having Ronaldo, I think they have a great chance of letting go. Mm. James, yeah. James, our shining ray of sunshine. <laughs> Andy was dying to come in tonight, by the way, to try and Steve, level this up. Steve, Steve and he's at Steve work, unfortunately. Great, yeah. Steve, I wanted to come in for a row. That's why Steve dropped out. He's like, no, there's no Andy coming, there's no yeah. point. It's no yeah. fun. I know, yeah. And Gav is down, has burrowed in a little hole. He's got, he's got the hibernation. <laughs> he's got the hibernation until we somehow managed He's to get exactly him. where he wanted to be. He said, as long as we're in two, within two points going into he's March. from the pod. <laughs> 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 well, I should have done a graphic. Gav has left, you know, at a start. <laughs> I just run it across. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, I'll um, hack the uh, fat back for when look, you're presented this week, Larry, because Gav is flouncy. Yeah, he's got <laughs> <laughs> flouncy Gav. We'll, 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 we probably won't see him again until the last game of the season when he when he makes the trip you, over. No, when he, he makes a reappearance and says, isn't it great that we were involved in the title race? And although we lost <laughs> the title by seven points, it's still great that we were involved in it right away until February. <laughs> February. Um, it's fe- just like it's February. He was moonlighting on the cop table this week, though, wasn't he? He was, allegedly mm. so. Mm. What? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was hosting. Yeah. And hosted for P. Phillips. Away. Yeah, we, back we, this week. You can blame Gav anyway. On the Burnley game, um, now they've got a goalkeeper again, so they got rid of Joe Hart. Yeah. And they've got a goalkeeper. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a fella called Tank. And they've got loads of lads who wear claret shorts. I don't like claret shorts. Just thought I'd put it there. Mm. So all teams who wear claret shorts. Can't think of one nice team that wears claret shorts. Not a fan of the Villa, no. Nope. Not a fan of anyone that wears claret shorts. West Ham, Villa, Burnley, Bournemouth, um, all those teams. Mm. They're a bit like the Huddersfield Brighton teams. You know the ones that wear blue and white stripes. Yeah, yeah. These lads just wear claret. It's like we're a bit of a shit team. What we wear, <laughs> claret. It's like who taught themselves claret? Like, look, James, you're wearing a claret jacket tonight. Right? <laughs> we got Evertonian. We got Burnley. <laughs> And then we've got, we got a fucking culture. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a Dublin one. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bob, Bob. Um, mm. But Burnley, Burnley, Ray. Yeah. Any fears? I have a well. I mean, you can't you can't be a hundred percent certain, you know, in, in our run of form. But um, 
Look, if we get the first goal, I think I think we'll I think we'll put it to bed fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, does Joey Barton still play for them? No, I do, man. Uh, I think fucking um, Kevin Nolan probably plays for them. Where <laughs> Claret? The one thing I would say is when Andy we beat Carroll. them when we beat them um, earlier in the season. Mm. Um, one 0 Yeah, and but Dyche was going mad, wasn't he? Like yeah. he was yeah. he was kicking off. I can't I can't I can't remember. I just distinctly Sean remember him having a major sort of row. Marbles end, uh, for a voice box. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Two marbles is stuck in his throat, just grinding <laughs> against each other. <laughs> so I would say he's probably somebody give him one of those vocoders. Uh, I can't speak there. <laughs> Mark that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I think we'll. I, I, look, I'll just dive straight into the predictions. I, I think we'll win three 0 right. Joseph. Uh, I think we're going to concede, but from a corner, I think set pieces are strong, but I think we win 3-1. That's good in confidence. <laughs> Mr. Caprison, what was he on? <laughs> I'm going for a 3-0 home win. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And who's scoring for us? Salah. Uh, Salah with two and Mane with one. Okay. I'll tell you who's going to get his first goal this weekend, Naby Keita. Do you reckon? Mm. Oh, okay. I think Big Div chips in with a goal. I don't think he. Plays, I don't think no. he plays. That, no. I think we've we seen his. Uh, no, I think we've seen his career now. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. With Firmino going to Barcelona, I think that's he's going to play a lot more games <laughs> at the end of the season. Shane, we're talking about predictions here. Yeah. Um, um, I think this might be one of the uh, struggling games. Yeah, yeah struggling, struggling late goal needed 1-0 1-0 and who's going to score this goal um, will it be one of our midfielders <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't give a fuck who scores to be honest no? No. Uh, any of them Mane Money. I'm amazed Salah hasn't scored in those last two games. Like between yeah. Wofford, where he was on fire, yeah. like he didn't. Of those five goals, he didn't score, didn't get an assist, and then on like the guilt edge chances he had. So I'd be shocked if he didn't score. Uh, Ray yeah. called me into a one 0 Salah. Salah. Uh, Ray yeah. I think the, the I think the positive is that Salah seems to be finding form again. Yeah. yeah. Right. He went yeah. through a dodgy spell after Christmas when we were struggling to get wins and we we're putting all those draws, and it looks like he's back in that groove. He mightn't have scored against Everton at the weekend, but like mm. others have to pick up the. He got himself the in the like positions, that. didn't yeah. he? He's back. Yeah. He seems to be yeah, that, right that, to the start of that Wofford game. The camera went on him, and he had a smile on his face that yeah. we haven't seen for a while. Mm. Well, he's back on the right as well. He's not pl- playing through the centre yeah. where he yeah. was, and he, well, I think yeah. he's more comfortable being yeah. a winger. But he, he said you could even see it in the Everton game. There, there was a couple of times that burst of acceleration was back. He mm. was able to find space in behind players again, mm. and then the one thing that really encouraged me. Remember there's the chance where he cut in from the right-hand side and he pulled two of them and then created the space and but he shot straight into Pickford's little hands. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, that's the first time since our run-in in the Champions League that I've seen him do the same type of thing to players where it was almost became a trademark. Mm. You, know, you think of the Roma goal where he mm. goes, he throws a shape, throws two of them, creates a bit of space and puts it into the top corner. Mm. We, didn't, yeah, we ta- sharp, didn't talk about Alisson's save, by the way. That was a great save off the header. Yeah, it was, yeah. Big moment. I actually think that, just to, uh, I don't know if we're rapping or closer rapping, but finishing a bit of positivity, I thought, with Van Dijk from uh, the weekend. And obviously... Uh, I agree with you, Alison saved during the night was absolutely fucking didn't get enough exposure no. either on match of the day or whatever like that and for him to go on to is it seventeen clean sheets? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Obviously it, it obviously it all keep a by far. I know like obviously Chelsea went out and 
broke the transfer record the following week or whatever. The moody like, teenager. He's so, like Alice. We've yeah. like compared to what we've got. Like, Enjoy him because we've only got two more seasons to go oh, to Real Madrid. No, we've had some, like the, the thing that impressed me. I don't know whether Phil agrees or whatever, but. He's had some. He's had some downs. Like yeah, he's, he's had, had some, some wobbles. He's had some himself, wobbles. Personal wobbles. Yeah. And to, yeah. to be come back and shown like the yeah. kind of steel that he's shown or whatever in the last. But he's got Liverpool in his heart because he's playing so. the guitar, singing the lay lay lay. So he's definitely yeah. not leaving us. <laughs> I think. I think other positives as well. I think Robertson maybe seems to have shaken off that little malaise he had for a few games. Yeah. But yeah, as you say, Van Dijk's been like solid. The impact of Trent. Trent back in Trent. for the Watford game. Trent. Trent in again for the Everton game, and he was mm. the only one that's taken a free kick. You were talking about the free kicks earlier yeah. on. If he's, on, I'd put him on free kicks at the yeah, end of the season, well. unless yeah, Shakiri's on the pitch. On, yeah. And also his set piece delivery is. T- I know Milner came on and didn't do much, but then the funny if you watch it back cold again and watch our attacks over the last twenty minutes where we do make enough chances to to, to do something. Mm. There's one cut down the right. And we flicked the ball over, and we didn't find Milner at the back post. He was standing on his own, and it needed Salah, a decent yeah. ball. It was a decent Salah ball, ball. Salah, and he ended yeah. up past out of play. Yeah. And Milner standing there with all the time in the world to, mm. to, to finish it off. And I'm just thinking, there's a player now who didn't do much when he came on, got a lot of our folks at him. But when you stand back and looked at that thing cold again, and you look at the chance that like, he's right in the middle of it. And I'm not a Milner fan. I would rather have seen Keita or Shakiri come on. The last person I ever want to see on the pitch again is Lallana. Adam Lallana. Yeah. The fella brings nothing but a focus group to the 14-15 season. <laughs> <laughs> when him and Coutinho were having a wank under a towel in some part in Grosnoff <laughs> or wherever the hell it was. Is that true? <laughs> Do you remember when... <laughs> Joe, considering you're the Van Dijk for the guards... The Van Van FC. <laughs> uh, how did you think he played the weekend? Gareth Bow Club FC. Yeah, I think Van, Do- Van Dijk is. Uh, I think he's. He's sort of surprised everyone how good he's he's turned out to be. Mm. I know people said a few months back, oh, you'd have to consider him the best centre back in the world. I don't. I don't know if it'll go that far, but he. Uh, because he hasn't won anything until he wins something. I can't. Uh, Winning's overrated. Well, not, not just great opinion. to be in a title race, it is. Not oh, all right, James. Not unless you're with Bang. <laughs> is everyone yeah. enjoying Matip's little burst forward at the moment as well? Ballet hands. Ballet hands. I can't help looking at both Matip playing and not hearing the sugar foam flare going off. In the, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of them. The, the next time he goes forward, the more the hands going to go. Yeah. But is there likely to be a huge bid for Van Dijk from. So you're going to say Matip? <laughs> yeah. No, for yep. Van Dijk from, from the Ballet. <laughs> you know, he's that good. Mm. Uh, the way, like, the likes of Barcelona, the friend, you know, only a couple of defenders. And it, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think Van Dijk will ever leave us. I think he's found his club for life. Okay. Yep. Yep. He said well, it. Well, I'd be, I'd be worried he'd be tempted elsewhere. Tempted, yeah. Now, we, we, get, we get two more seasons out of Van Dijk, and we probably get two more seasons out of Alisson, and I say we get two more out of Salah, and we probably see one of the front three growing in the summer. I think that's just natural. It's, it's, it's natural um, progression in football. Like The days of players staying and groups of players staying mm. for 10, yeah. 12 years are gone. Right, so it, and it doesn't worry me because I know that the recruitment team is there to replace those players if they go. And you can all, you can look around Europe and you can see potential replacements. The key for us is being in the Champions League. The key for us is being relevant. We got to the Champions League final. 
I'll, I know we've been joking about all night, but we do look like that we're a relevant side in England at, at this stage. We look at, in, in terms of challenging and, and being able to put up a title challenge. Yeah. So plus the wages means that everything is there to continue on a successful path of recruitment. Mm. The only thing that goes against it is Brexit. <laughs> it is it's I'm fucking genuine about this the impact yeah. that Brexit's going to have on the Premiership no, is no. huge the impact of Brexit me getting to the Spurs game on the on the 30th of March is already starting to you win. need a green card <laughs> <laughs> to get back you get there but you won't get back here have you been practicing your Dublinish have you Starting, no, I'm back uh, in the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember, when you're back at the game, you have to put debt into it when you come back. Otherwise, if you say, I got the game, they'll just go, what? Oh, yeah. Out. Rejected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show me your passport. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Rub the north. Plantation. That might be a that might be a bad plan actually. Yep. Yeah. I'll well, book a flight back over to Belfast and do. sneak back you in. You won't be able to get over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> We're quicker at building walls than the Americans. <laughs> we'll have one lashed up around Cork and Belfast as soon as fucking Brexit happens. <laughs> <laughs> walls up all over the shop. Mm. There you go. Fences and everything. Watch this space, eh? Yep. Okay. Just wake up one morning be a fence around your gaff right? <laughs> Union Jack flying away, fucking know what you're like. Uh, I'm ready to raise it on the 30th. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see it, you see Union Jack on an apartment block from the M50 around Sandyford, you know who it is. <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be chicken wire and barbed wire and everything around there'll be Some place in Sandyford today there was fire safety issues. Is that your place? No. <laughs> 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 Security. <laughs> Right, um, that's the podcast. God knows what we just talked about there, but the one thing that has come out of it is that we've managed to depress James O'Regan. Myself and Joe had great crack, even though he's wearing an everything gear tonight. Shane is looking up dirty porn again. <laughs> and Ray is trying to build a bunker for Brexit yeah, 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 yeah. in Dublin. <laughs> and that's been the club in association with Red's Bet. We've been the trippers. The cop table are back on tours tonight. Gav is not doing any pods, he told us. Because he's flounced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back next season. We're we'll back next season, next August, when he's excited again that we're going to win the league. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to win the league. That's a wrap. We'll talk to us next week. <laughs> <laughs> At Capella University, education is the smartest the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a deal we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.